Welcome back, Cuzzies, to another episode of the Coaster Cuzzies podcast. If this is your first time tuning in to the Coaster Cuzzies, this podcast is where two best friends talk about roller coasters, theme parks, and shenanigans. Your hosts for the show today are Coaster Bro and Theme Park Stud. On today's episode, the Cuzzies are back with their second birthday. It's been two years. We're back, so we're just going to kick it. We got a few topics to cover. It's going to be real laid-back chill, because that's how we like to do our birthdays around here. So stay tuned and listen to that Cuzzies in your ear. Yo, yo, Coaster Bro. Happy birthday, my dude. Go, 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 shawty. It's your birthday. It's your birthday. We gonna party like it's your it's birthday. It's your birthday. We gonna sip Bacardi like it's your birthday. You I'm know we coffee. don't. Get... Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and <laughs> stop hanging upside down. All right, <laughs> like I'm <segment>. here. <laughs> <laughs> that was the that was my favorite. By the way, that was my favorite meme from Super Bowl. Was um, if people haven't seen it, I think we posted it on the Coast of Cousins Instagram. Yeah, I put it, it on the on story. story. Yeah, yeah, yeah and, uh, Fifty Cent upside down, and then it's like figment coming into uh um like figment's oh, room the, yeah figment's <laughs> room or figment's house yeah he's like upside down like what the fuck's up figment. <laughs> <laughs> oh happy birthday man it's our officially we've been doing this podcast for two years and i never really thought we'd go that long <laughs> i know it's crazy to think i mean we started this podcast in the middle of a pandemic it was still in a pandemic also in a weird time in the world right now with uh russia and ukraine um yep sad shit um kind of yeah, feels just, like it's coming coming again yeah i just feel like you know we just really we did we really didn't start a theme park podcast at the right time but hey we have survived we have weathered the storm and we're here two years later we're almost a toddler and we made it to new york and if you can make it to new york you can make it anywhere uh, on our road trip like a couple episodes ago so that was a really bad analogy. If that was an analogy, I'm not really an English <laughs> major. But damn, it feels good to be here in two years and we haven't quit yet. That's good news. That's good news. Whoop. All right. Well, looking at the layout of this show, I didn't really make a layout because we're going loose. It's our birthday. It's we're our we're birthday. celebrating we our we damn selves. We could but, cry if we want to. This is like our first traditional episode since like December, I think. Is that right? I know, right? It's <laughs> been a long time. <laughs> like I did like a, a coaster. <laughs> we did like a draft of like um, co- theme park mascots while you were gone. And yeah, that was actually pretty dope. Uh, I voted on a few um, and I'm not gonna lie. Uh, I don't remember her handle, but she fucking swept the floor with you guys. Coaster Angela, two L's. Yeah, and- and honestly, looking at it, like it was a hands down. I was like, I was like, yeah, she totally won. Like, I mean, I think she's the only one that didn't prepare either. She just went off the seat of her pants and just fucking dominated all three of us. So, I think oh. you had some pretty bad choices. Bad choices. <laughs> I had some um, great choices. Oh, I don't remember the birthday party one. Okay, best scene to bring to a birthday party. See, I thought I won that one. Okay, I, I would give you this one on a birthday party. I don't think I saw this one. I didn't win on any that. of them. Angela yeah. won. She swept it. I would give... Yeah, I would probably give you for the birthday party now looking at it. Like, I mean, you hit 
because I had oh, Mickey went, Mouse. You went Disney heavy on this for sure. Well, I went yeah, I went Mickey Mouse. I went Anna and Elsa, and then I put in Bugs Bunny, like fucking party starters. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But Angela, she went pretty hard too, right? Oh yeah. Most drip, um, for sure. I mean, look at look at those color schemes right there. I like your gingerbread man. Thank you. Thank I you. I feel that gingy. But the one I was like, this is hands down. Who would win in a bar fight? I mean, there's no way. And I like I like where you went. You went with like pure muscle. Um, and I also like with Blue, the Raptor. I really love that. That was awesome. I thought Blue was but a I great mean, pick. Blue's yeah. going to rip everybody up. Oh, hands down. But you I, I mean, hands down, I was like, you got Harry Potter. I mean, fucking magic. And then you got Darth Vader. That motherfucker would fuck shit up. And then last but not least, you got the Hulk. I mean, Hulk says just smash everything. And then I forgot yeah. what the kangaroo's name. Well, it's Kenny the kangaroo. But Kenny, yes, okay. She, her justification is like kangaroos are ass kickers. Like you remember that video where that guy punched that kangaroo and he just like yeah. fist fighting and it just like shook it off and <laughs> kangaroos. I thought are you know like he would just be hopping on. Uh, he would just be like teabagging people after the Hulk and Darth Vader <laughs> and Harry Potter took him down. So it's like jumping really high and teabagging people. Yeah, pretty yeah. much. <laughs> it's an epic teabag. I wonder if kangaroos have big balls. That's. I bet some do. That's a good question. I'm not going to yeah. Google that. Um, you guys can but do I, it at home yourself. I thought that was a fantastic topic. So kudos to you guys for coming up with that. It was a good time, but I did miss you. So I'm, I'm glad you're back and and here and doing the damn thing. But you were oh, yeah. you were out and about in January. Like you had some stuff. You had like major life changes. You were changing your job. You <laughs> yeah. You like we're gonna go on a cruise, but I'll let you tell that story. You you kind of had a little Florida excursion in the middle of all this. Yeah, so I've had a lot of like just a lot of life happening essentially. I mean, it kind of started back in like middle of December. We had a lot of like family stuff going on. Like my grandparents celebrated the 70th wedding anniversary. Holy cow, seven, that's amazing! Yeah, 70 years, insane. Wow. Yeah, so we had some family in town for that. Um, I was also kind of studying for an exam. Still haven't taken that actually because <laughs> I actually got a new job. Um, I actually am transitioning out of operations management. I think I said this on my on the last podcast of Good, the yeah. trip. Um, but yeah, so I'm actually working from home. I work for a software company now. I'm doing implementation consulting. So basically, I work with clients, getting them onboarded with our software. So I've been uh, learning that for the last few weeks. It's been kind of a weird transition working from home, but I like it a lot. Um, and uh, it's definitely weird not being around a pool. <laughs> That's for damn sure. <laughs> you don't you don't get wet at work anymore. Don't get wet at work unless I take a shower. So, <laughs> which is um, um, you don't really have to working from home if you don't want to. Don't we have to? But I, I like to just because sometimes I'm like, wow, I have not taken a shower yet. I need to go take a shower. So <laughs> something about working from um, home and taking a midday shower, though. I don't know. Yeah. Legally, if you also can admit that you do that, but. Yeah, I also was supposed to go on a cruise, um, and unfortunately, um, we had to take our pre-cruise COVID tests. And one of our one of my friends, he uh, tested positive, so we had to cancel that because they wouldn't allow us on the cruise. Um, so it's all good though. We uh, we got our money back, and we actually rebooked uh, a cruise um, for the end of April. We actually are, we we paid pretty much the same price. 
and we're getting an extra day out of it. So, um, and I think the weather's going to be a little bit better than what it was that weekend. So it's going to be like a win-win. So I'm um, really look, so, so looking forward to that. Look, you know, it's going to be awesome. Um, but we decided, uh, hey, you know, I'm not going to cancel my vacation. I'm still going to do the damn thing. And uh, why not go to Orlando? Because that's where I was flying down to anyways and spend the weekend at Disney. So, you know. <laughs> Just to clarify, though, you tested negative, right? <laughs> Yeah, I tested negative. So we, yeah. we need to clarify that because a lot of people are gonna think you're a piece of shit if you. Yeah, no, no, like, I was I, positive. Fuck it, I went to Disney World. Yeah, <laughs> it was. It wasn't me. It was another friend. Um, you know, but I, I tested negative, so that's why I still traveled and you know and didn't cancel my vacation completely because I tested negative and I was fine, no symptoms, all that kind of stuff. Okay, good. <laughs> Let's good. be clear about that. Yeah. <sighs> um. So. We, uh, yeah, so we was like, hey, let's just make a little Disney, you know, Orlando trip out of it. And uh, so we went to Epcot uh, on Friday, and then I went to Hollywood Studios on Saturday. So um, Epcot had their uh, arts and... Uh, Festival of the Arts? Festival of the Arts. Yeah, I want to say arts and something, but I was like, no, that's every other festival has arts and <laughs> has two things on it. Yeah, it's just a Festival of Arts. And um, this was about a couple weeks after the whole uh, figment popcorn fiasco. Oh. Um, so it's funny. There was like multiple signs throughout the park that had like, "Hey, the the you know the pop- popcorn bucket is still sold out. People stop asking." And then they stopped asking about it. They just <laughs> said that. But I'm pretty sure that's why those signs are up. Yeah. Uh, but it was a Friday afternoon. Um, for Orlando standards, it was only about 65 degrees, so it was beautiful coming from Kansas City, but it was for Florida standards, it was kind of a chilly day and, you know, little, you know, a little bit of sunny day, but kind of overcast, so it wasn't the best day, but it was absolutely packed at Disney. Wow. Um, yeah, it was insane. Uh, so get there walk in and it's just you know right now epcot is just a bunch of construction walls (laughs) uh just with everything that they kind of redo in the center hub um area you know they have uh the tron coaster guardians of the galaxy going on so just a Mm -hmm. lot a lot of stuff going on in that park so you know you kind of have to like so i think that also made the park kind of feel a little bit more busier especially walking through the front section where it's kind Mm -hmm. of the kind of uh siloing people to the left and right um, but you know, kind of spent most of our time back in the world showcase and, but it was, it was busy. I mean, every, every food stand we went to had a line. We probably, now granted, I mean, we probably waited the most 10 minutes at the most for our food and drinks. Mm-hmm. So it was not, you know, it wasn't the most like craziest day by any means. Um, but they had some really good stuff there. Uh, we started off, um, we actually went to the stand where they, ser- uh, where they sold the figment popcorn bucket and they had, a kind of like a grilled cheese and tomato soup uh, little thing and that was delicious and one thing that was kind of neat with that it came in the tomato soup came into like a themed um like tomato soup can which is kind of oh. like a nice little touch to it so like a little Campbell's soup kind of thing kind of yeah really? and it wasn't like it wasn't really like disney theme but it, it had like it was definitely a custom made um like kind of can i was it was actually a nice little touch to it so oh cool yeah um so yeah, it's pretty dope. I uh, kind of went around and like, I'm not gonna lie, I ate more than I drank. Uh, I was just snacking hard. Uh, <laughs> yeah, because after that, so I had that for food. Um, I think I got a beer there, like a small little IPA. It was like a hazy IPA. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we started making our way. We kind of skipped over Canada. Nothing really like jumped out at us um, at that time. We went into uh, 
England just kind of walked around there, didn't stop there either. They don't really have a lot of like, you know, the, the specialty stuff set up there. Mostly just the, the Rose and Crown pub is, you know, a must. Don't yeah. get me wrong, we went back there. We, we did a whole loop and came back. So, have to. Um, yeah, have to. Uh, but we kind of made our way into France. And um, so, um, so they got some drinks in France. I went over to Morocco and grabbed a drink in there um, as well as I think I got not any food there either. So I, I got a drink there and then we decided to hop in line for um, Ratatouille. Oh, shit. So, yeah, it's going to be our first time on Ratatouille. I was Forgot like, you know what? Like, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so it's a really cool area. So, um, you know, in the past, when you walk back into France, it kind of has a small little alleyway that kind of goes back into the bakery and a few shops back there. Mm-hmm. Um, but now if you that, that alleyway is still there, but if you stay on the right-hand side of it, you can kind of go back there and then you, you kind of cut to the left. And like you look over to the right, you can see all the gondolas coming in from the resorts um, that's over there. Um, and then you cut to the left and it's kind of a more, like a lot more wider alleyway, but it probably goes back maybe 200, probably 300 feet, I'd say. Mm-hmm. And then it kind of goes into the entrance of Ratatouille back there. Nice. And uh, wait, wait time was about 65 minutes. So a little bit of a wait, but um, hey, you know, might as well ride it. It's my first time on it. So um, waited for that. The queue, it went pretty fast. It was the wait time was about what it was posted at. The queue was nice. Um, you know, nothing spectacular in my, my opinion, but it was, yeah. you know, they had some, a little bit of theme in, in there, uh, you know, nothing over the top, but the ride itself was, you know, trackless ride system. Um, the one thing I really liked was, uh, the station's kind of an L shape. So, uh, it, you know, kind of, um, it kind of fit more vehicles that way versus like, I mean, the only other ride, I think the only other trackless ride system I've been on, I mean, I guess I've been on Antarctica? Rise of Resistance and Antarctica would be the only other one I could think of off the top of my head. It might be another one I'm missing out there, but I feel like you could fit more vehicles that way. Mm. Um, but the ride itself, it's cute. It's over the top, you know, is it a must? I think if it's a family ride, you have kids, yes. Um, would I wait 65 minutes for it again? If I'm with someone that needs to ride it, yes. <laughs> if not, I probably won't. Uh, you know, it was yeah. a nice ride. It's cute. Um, I like the theming of it, but it's just, you know, it's just, it's just a family ride. I mean, at the end of the day, so. So, like, what other dark rides, uh, Disney dark rides, would you say it, like, is comparable to? Is it, like, is it better than Nemo? Is it better than um, Little Mermaid? Like, where would you kind of put um, it? I would say it's better than those only by a little bit because it's a little bit more immersive you could tell that the technology is a lot more um advanced because you know the ride vehicles are moving with the scene that's going on um it's uh you know the the screens are bigger you kind of there's more more elements you know they're you're getting splashed with water there's a little bit of heat from the stove so there's a little bit more kind of to it than those rides however um I enjoy those rides just as much as that one, in my opinion. You know, I wouldn't, yeah. I would almost rank them about the same. You know, I'd, I'll ride them, but they're not like my, you know, once I've been on them once, you know, I don't think I'm going to have to go on, on them again. You know, it's not going to be my favorite ride by any means. Would you say Frozen is the better dark ride? Uh, That's tough. I've only been on Frozen once. I do want to ride it again. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say so, just because, I mean, it has the whole boat aspect into it, the water ride. Um, I'd say element ride wise, I mean, 
I would say I think they they were able to do more with Ratatouille because they you know they mm-hmm. were able to build that ride from scratch. Where Frozen, they kind of had to uh, you know retheme what was before, but they, they did a great job with it. System. Yeah. Yeah, I think uh, the animatronic for Olaf with the projected mapping is so much better. Mm. You know, I think that's really advanced technology. But they had a few of that in Ratatouille, but it wasn't really, you know, they didn't reuse it to their full potential. Most of it was more screens on there mm. as well. It is also a 3D ride, so you are wearing 3D glasses as well. So oh, I didn't I didn't yep. know that actually. <laughs> yep. So yeah, it's a 3D ride. Um, you know, it it, it kind of it's like a mix of like Spider Man with Antarctica ride vehicles um, mm-hmm. and like and like Nemo and Little Mermaid. If you put all three of those rides together, uh-huh. so you have like Spider-Man-esque like kind of props and screens and kind of move like movement like Antarctica with the ride vehicles, but then also kind of tame it down like uh, Little Mermaid and, uh, and Nemo. That's right where it's at. Okay. So it sounds like it's a hit. I mean, you, got, yeah, I mean, you still got hour waits for it and and people are loving like it. Like I said, you, you go there, you definitely need to ride at least once. Um, mm-hmm. I think it's it's a definitely a must ride. Um, but over and over again, and if you've already <laughs> ridden it once and you're going to do it again, unless it was like at a 30 minute wait, I'll do it. But if it's yeah. more than that, I would only go if it's like, you know, I'm with you and you haven't yep. been on it yet. So, or if someone's just a soon. huge fan of Ratatouille, then I'll do it. So, <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. So, would you say like, this integration of and it's like kind of a broader theme but the integration of putting in rides and 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 ips into um world showcase now that you've kind of seen it in france you've seen it over in norway now is it do you think that it's affecting the experience or do you think it's only enhancing it um yeah i say yes and no like so i think it's definitely enhancing it in the way of like you know, there's a lot more to do now like and it's it's making it more family friendly mm-hmm. you know before i feel like when kids went there the world showcase is really heavy on like history and culture and food and drinks obviously for adults um which is great um but now it's adding that element of like oh kids are gonna be a little more excited to go to epcot however on the flip side someone who's really diehard and wants that kind of escape from, you know, the typical Disney park escape from mm-hmm. kids and all that. I think it's kind of, it's, it's making it more busy because, you know, not only are they doing festivals year round now. So I feel mm-hmm. like anytime you go, there's always going to be some sort of crowd, but it's also that typical crowd that, that was going to be spend more time at magic kingdom and Hollywood studios and animal kingdom. Now they're going to come to Epcot a little bit more. And mm-hmm. I think it's just going to continue, especially when they, open up Guardians of the Galaxy and Tron, which is going to have that more kind of a, you know, teenager level. So the whole fan is going to really enjoy that park first. So I think it's going to just create that park to be a little more busy. So is uh, Epcot going to be that little escape where you just want to kind of go there, get drinks and kind of really be more relaxed? Yeah, I don't think that's going to happen anymore. Um, But I think it's going to, it's good for the overall experience for the entire family. So for our own uh, selfishness, I think it's it's hindering it, but I think yeah. it's good overall. So <laughs> it's kind of a mixed bag, really, because like, yeah, damn, I, I occasionally want to hop on a ride, but like it was nice just being able to walk world. Like, what made World Showcase World Showcase was that it was it was so different, and it's just like you're at a theme park, but are you at this point? Yeah, you're kind I of mean, at like a festival. It feels like you didn't get that experience anywhere. Like where are you going to get that experience? We just walking around a beautiful lagoon mm-hmm. on a, 
potentially hot, you know, day in Florida. Um, it's sunny out. You get all these different types of like cuisine and drinks um, and just enjoy the day. And now there's going to be a lot more strollers, a lot more <laughs> of all this kind of stuff. It's still going to be a good time. Don't get me wrong, um, but it's definitely not going to be the same vibe. You can tell we're millennials without children because we're like, yeah, <laughs> damn it. Fucking families. I just want to be drunk and 30 in Epcot. <laughs> you can still do that. Just my yeah. trouble kid. So <laughs> yeah. much more dangerous now. But yeah, so we uh we kind of rode that and then we continued our way into um so there's um Morocco. We, we kind of already stopped there for drinks, we made our way into uh Japan. We stopped and got a few, uh, some food and drinks there. Um, I'm trying to remember what kind of food I got. I think I got, um, it was kind of <laughs> like a chicken dish. It was delicious. Um, obviously not good enough for me to remember. <laughs> and then it got like kind of a flavored sake drink as well. It was kind mm. of like a strawberry sake drink. Um, it was kind of like a slushy, like a smoothie almost in a way. That was pretty good. I think it was a little sweet for my taste, but overall it was, it was decent. Um, then we made our way into uh, America. I think that's next. Yes. Sorry, I'm getting this all. Yeah. America, we actually didn't stop. We kind of used the bathroom and kept going. Um, mm. Didn't really see anything there. We went, our, went right into Italy and we got, um, I got some uh, risotto balls. Um, They're oh, kind of like fried risotto, like, uh, and that was delicious. And then I got some uh, wine there in Italy as well. So I kind of just slammed that. Um, and that was good. Uh, Germany, we went in there and um, they had like this kind of like a beef, like braise, um, just like, like on the bone that just fell off. It was so good with like these potatoes in there. And it had like uh, kind of like um, roasted like grape tomatoes. Uh, that was so good. And it had a few beers in Germany and then kind of continued our way around into China and um, China. I got an uh, like kind of like those um bowels like uh it's kind of like a yeah. stuffed uh like um it's almost roll, like a dumpling like. yeah but... it's like a dumpling but more of a bready dumpling yeah and uh that was good and uh i just got like a chinese beer there at that point i was i was kind of starting to get a little heartburn from like some of the sweeter drinks so i started just having beer for the rest of the time i was gonna say you said you didn't drink much but i'm your drink, you've mentioned at least six, seven drinks here at this point, I think. Yeah, I mean, I definitely had some drinks, but they were, like, mostly, like, the small ones. They weren't, like, a big oh, okay. drinks. And I felt Fair like enough. I had a lot, I had, like, just as much, I probably had more food than I had drinks mm-hmm. um, when it came to it. Because later on, we went, after that, we just kind of went past Mexico. We went into the donut shop, um, uh, which is over by Test Track. So we got a donut. Um, the donut I had was, like, a, it was called an inside-out donut. So basically it had like the batter, like the, the cake um, batter outside and then inside had like the icing and or like oh. the, the glaze part of it. Um, it was like Bavarian cream. Um, it was pretty good. Um, not the, I mean, it was good. I don't think I'll get that one. I'll probably get the strawberry one next time. That one looked pretty good, um, but definitely, definitely a banger. And we were going to ride test track, but it was just like, it was like a 40, it was like an hour wait for that. Mm. And it was starting to get, I think at this point it was almost like 5 p.m. Um, so mm. we were just kind of like getting a little tired, but I was like, yo, let's uh like let's do a, let's do another lap. Let's get the world showcase again. <laughs> and um, we know why we're here. Yeah. So we kind <laughs> of uh kept walking. I stopped and got some uh poutine. Uh 
Shout out to Logan. Yeah, I got Noki poutine. So that was Mm. delicious. But at that point, I was fucking stuffed. (laughs) Um, Oh, by the way, hold up. I got to give a shout out. So um, I was with uh, my friend Caitlin, and uh, she got a little hungry, and she wanted um, uh, Disney popcorn. And uh, so we stopped at a popcorn stand. Let me let me tell you, Disney popcorn is probably one of the most underrated snacks at Disney. <laughs> oh yeah. I don't, have Have you ever had Disney popcorn? I don't think I actually have. Exactly. Like I mean, don't get me wrong. It's it's just popcorn. I mean, but it's like delicious, and it's only like five bucks for a big bag, so it's a cheap snack, uh-huh. and it's not the most unhealthy snack you could get it in almost i'm pretty sure every park um yeah so it's consistent and so if you need a quick snack and you don't want to spend a lot of money and it tastes the popcorn is delicious it's not like overly salted it's not like overly buttered like you know movie theater popcorn so if you really that's what you love this is not for you but it's like has just enough of that taste and it's like perfectly popped all the way throughout like you know it's just oh it's so good and I mean, moving forward, that's going to be the move. Like, I feel like I'm always going to get like a, like a little bag of uh, Disney popcorn, just to snack down, just tide <laughs> me over between meals and kind of do the thing. So I know, uh, I know popcorn is like a huge thing overseas for the Disney parks. Like they're wildly flavored and like, um, I don't know if, which park it is, but I, I want to say it's the Japan park. Yeah. It's real into like different flavors and stuff, but <laughs> They had, so they had other flavors, um, like they had like a cheddar. I think they had like, car- like typical flavors. I don't think they yeah. had anything super unique, um, but it was delicious. I mean, and this was just like a generic popcorn cart. They did have a specialty um, where we got the tomato soup and uh, grilled mm-hmm. cheese at was actually called like the popcorn cart or pop, pop art corn or something like that. I think that was oh. the title of that stand. And they did have some specialty popcorn there. But this was just the generic popcorn that you could get in A1, like I'm telling you. <laughs> pro tip. Pro tip. So if you like popcorn, definitely hit up Disney popcorn. Nice. Even if you don't, it's a quick snack and you won't feel super guilty about it, especially when you're just going in on a bunch of food. So yeah. that's so that we did that before poutine. So at, at that time when we got the poutine, um it was uh I couldn't finish it. I was getting so full at that point. Like I was like, damn, like it was like, ah, so I ate like three quarters of it, but it was, it was just a massive like heap of it. And I just was like, I was getting so full. So, uh, ate that. And then I feel like I'm missing something else. I ate. I feel like there's another something else I went in on that I'm missing. But other than that, we went over to the Rosen crown. We got a beer and then, um, (laughs) <laughs> it was a funny moment in there we're like uh we like grabbed a beer and uh we're like looking for caitlin and uh she like texts us where she's at and she's like oh we're under this one and we're just like like pointing like where it's at and then <laughs> finally like we found her she wasn't underneath the, the shot that she was at but it was like a funny moment she was like how do you guys look like idiots just sitting there holding a beer in the middle of england just like pointing at random places um she just watched we it the whole time yeah so we just kind of had a beer, just kind of chilled. And then we just decided to go home after that. So um, it was starting to get dark and it was getting so much more like busy at that point. And mm-hmm. we still had about three hours until the fireworks. So it was that time where it was like, we could stay, but like, what are we going to do for three hours? I'm stuffed. I'm full. I've already spent a ton of money right now. Yeah. 
and we got Hollywood Studios tomorrow. And we got to be up early for Hollywood Studios because we got an Olga Canteen's reservation. So nice. now, before yeah. we move on, how much money yeah. did you drop at Epcot for this? Would, would you did you do the old gift card thing, or were you just made a mistake so, um, and did not budget and just used your card? Costa Bro and Costa Bro's wife uh, gave me a Disney gift card i think two years ago for oh, yeah. christmas <laughs> totally forgot it i literally was like i remember telling myself the night before my flight i was like i right, i need to bring this gift card and um i totally forgot i was like on the plane i was like damn it i was like i left it so hey i'll save it for next time but you'll be, you'll be so, back to epcot within a year you, you always yeah, no, no matter what you somehow just always end up at epcot i know every time just, you've been to a park it, like over these two years it's like i think three or four times you've been to epcot yeah epcot is probably my favorite disney park hands down like i mean it's fair it's just I don't know, it's always been the best memories for me it's the, the vibes it's are have, different you know the vibes are different and i think once they add like guardians of galaxy and tron it's gonna be it's gonna be right there so and you rode maybe did you ride one ride one ride that's it yeah and we great day i walked around yeah great that's what day. i love about epcot yeah, it's just a good day. If you just have a good group of friends, it's just a perfect hangout day. Mm-hmm. You get a lot of like steps in. It's not over the top where you have to ride rides. I feel like at the, the other parks, you have to ride rides in order mm-hmm. to enjoy the day. I mean, yeah, there's other things to do, but I feel like, again, if you're, you know, if you don't have kids and you're millennials in your 30s, I mean, <laughs> really, like, what else are you going to do? Like, um, so like, that's where Epcot just kind of hits that mark on there. It just mm-hmm. adds just that that factor to it where the other parks i guess you could walk around and drink but it's just different so you kind of have to ride rides yeah. to enjoy those there's no which atmosphere. i love rides hey nothing wrong with that so yeah, yeah. excellent so that, that was a great day at epcot it sounds like yeah it was a fantastic day so um got home went to bed um yeah so we had to wake up and uh, we had to be at the at hollywood studios by 10 a.m because we had a 10:30 a.m. reservation for Olga's Cantina. And I love it. For, yeah, you for our listeners, dr- that, you can't and, drink all day if you don't start in the morning. Theme park stud. I haven't been drinking. We're not. It's it's 8:52 on a Saturday recording this. I haven't been drinking. I promise. Um, but yeah. So uh uh. Caitlin's sister actually got the reservation and so for people to know this is like a really popular um kind of like um more of a bar they have a little bit of snacks you could buy in there but you pretty much need a reservation you can do like a standby but it's very difficult to get in you really you want to go reservation and you know it's first come first serve so you know obviously we didn't have any kind of genie pass or you know any kind of hotel reservation so you know we got 10 30 in the morning so hey let's let's do this and unfortunately <laughs> this day it was kind of an overcast rainy day um so we were hoping that the park was going to be slow hell no it was busy as hell <laughs> <laughs> so we get to the park we go uh right to Olga's cantina and um we get in and it so basically people know it's like um like in the in like the first trilogy of star wars there's uh the cantina where they have like um han solos in there and uh they have like that band's like ding, 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 ding. so it's like just iconic and um so they kind of uh themed it up to that they don't have a band in it they have a, a droid playing dj in there um <laughs> playing different songs every now and then they play that song but um really you kind of really hear the music it was uh 
I, what I heard before is I guess the music used to be louder, but I think people were complaining because they couldn't really talk to each other because there's so many, they, I mean, they piled probably, oh, there's probably at least a hundred, 150 people in that thing. And it was, it uh, was pretty tight. Yeah. It, they acted like COVID did not exist in this building. <laughs> oh God. Yeah. And granted, you do have to wear a mask when you're inside at Disney, um, location so anytime you're in the restrooms or restaurants however once you're like eating or drinking or at your table you could remove them at that point Mm -hmm. so the way it's kind of set up they have a big kind of uh circular bar and we got posted up at the bar and they do have like a little bit of alcoves that have tables and some also kind of like high top tables that people could stand at we had a party of four so they kind of put us at the at the bar and i mean you are kind of shoulder to shoulder and the group next to you is is also like you're brushing shoulders up to them as well maybe just a little bit of a gap sometimes mm-hmm. um and uh but it was cool they had a lot of awesome themed drinks very pricey i mean average drink is going to cost at least 15 bucks um Damn. yeah i mean the cheapest you could go with uh would be like a alcoholic drinks would be like a beer and even that was like 10 bucks mm-hmm. um they do have some non-alcoholic drinks for like kids or people who don't drink um and those kind of ran about nine to ten dollars i think um as well um they have like some soda they have like some boba tea type things they have Ooh. boba balls in there yeah and even some of the alcoholic drinks they put boba balls in as well boba balls uh, yeah so uh oh what was the drinks i had i think i had a tauntaun oh hold on let me let me look it up. I don't want to butcher these names. Yeah, so looking at the menu, it just says fifteen to thirty-four ninety-nine per adult. And that's probably per item. Oh, uh, I think <laughs> I think I dropped sixty bucks in um, in this alone, and I had yeah. I had three drinks. Let's put it that way. Wow. Uh, we kind of and I split one. But I think I think Sean may have. Uh, um, took that drink. Um, okay. But anyways, first drink I had was a fuzzy tauntaun. So uh, basically it has rock peach vodka in it, bowls, peach schnapps, uh, simply orange with tangerine, pure cane sugar, and a buzz baton tingling foam. So it was kind of a yellow drink and it had this foam on top. And so when the um, bartender brought it over, he's like, just so you know, this uh, this drink is not um, rated for human consumption. Uh, do you agree with these terms? You know, just kind of theme it up. I was like, yeah, sure. And the reason why, so when you drink it, uh, the the foam that's on top, it actually numbs your lips and mouth for like, uh, maybe for like a couple minutes. Like, I mean, every time I took a drink, it renumbed it by the time I was done with it, but you know, two drinks later. So yeah. it was a unique experience. The drink was delicious. The foam was just very weird, uh-huh. especially at like 1030 in the morning. I would totally get this drink again. It was really good. Um, and yeah, it was, it was pretty good. Totally, totally a good one. Uh, we also ordered, um, it was kind of like a jello shot. Let me find the name of it. Uh, yeah, it's called Rodian ration. And basically it came into like a little, uh, peach tree dish. Like, so it looked kind of like a, um, weird kind of, um, Oh, what do you explain? Like kind of weird, like scientific, like kind of uh, organism in a way. And so it was kind of like a blue jello and it had like some um, inside of it had some boba balls. uh, Boba balls. Boba balls. And uh, (laughs) sorry, that's just, I was going to say that every time you say it they had like a little bit of like season on it and pop rocks on top. And so you kind of, you know, it's like, it's not like a jello shot. We're just going to take it all at once. Cause it's in a peach tree dish, but you kind of take like a spoon and kind of scoop it out and eat it. 
and uh tastes good it has a uh, vodka in it and um some of that pucker sour apple um but it's not really like super soury kind of like a sweet taste to it um so we're, we're chowing down on that the um the pop rocks were kind of interesting you know when you're eating that um so we kind of had that on the side and then my next drink um i had the bez pin fizz um that's the one i had so it was really cool and i don't know if i did i send you the little boomerang i made of it i think so yeah yeah so uh basically they do uh they put like uh liquid nitrogen on the glass to make it like look like kind of really cold when they put a drink in it it actually creates it it looks like it's bubbling like it's boiling so they say it's really hot even though it's cold uh but it's kind of like a red drink and it has like rum uh yuzu puree in it pomegranate juice white cranberry juice and a and a cloud swirl whatever that is um but it was really delicious, not super sweet, but like, um, but just sweet enough. I'm not overpowering and, uh, the bubbles were kind of fun. It just looked really cool. Um, it was awesome. Um, but they have a ton of awesome drinks in there. Uh, yeah. And I was feeling real good. And I, it also killed it with a beer too. I, it was like an IPA. So kind of, th- yeah, beers are looking at them. They're $13 for it. Now yeah. granted it's a full beer. So, yeah. which is nice. Uh, but I kind of, at that point I was starting to get a little heartburn from all the sweetness. I needed something <laughs> just kind of not as sweet, but I wanted to kind of go in it. So leaving that place, granted, you only have 45 minutes. So reservations, <laughs> once you get in there and they, they try. So you were taking so, those drinks to the face. Yeah, we were going hard because I, I want to try as many as I can. And also like, we're, you know, like, let's go like, Hey, if we're going to start drinking at 10 30 AM, let's just, let's do it. You know, let's do it right. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, it was, it was great. Um, so you only have 45 minutes. So once you like get settled, like you make your first purchase, like they have it kind of written down that way. So when you tap out, they have a timestamp on there. Uh-huh. Uh, so like I said, between the four of us, uh, we, I think our bill was like $170. Like it was, <laughs> it was insane. so then, it, Yeah. Um, and then right after that, we decided like, yo, let's go and let's do, uh, let's do resistance, a rise of resistance, you know, let's do the yeah. best ride in Disney. <laughs> it so was, uh, before, before you go to rise of resistance, um, I do just want to just kind of tie up the, the, the Olga's cantina mm-hmm. for somebody that's not a star Wars fan. Do you think it's something they would enjoy? Um, yeah, I mean, it's a bar. So if you yeah. like to drink, like. And you want some weird, wacky, you know, drinks, even if you don't know Star Wars, I think it's, uh, it's definitely worth checking out. Um, especially if you do have someone who's a Star Wars fan in your group. I mean, I think they're going to love it and you're just going to enjoy the time. I think the drinks are delicious and they're very strong too. So it sounds like like they fuck with your senses. Like it sounds like that's what they want to do. It was just that one that had the foam on there. The other drinks I had, they were, you know, they didn't really like, yeah, the bubbles. They threw in pop rocks on it. Okay. Yeah. The pop rocks. That was, (laughs) that was a little like kind of jello shot thing, but the other drinks I have like the beer and the other one, they were just typical drinks. Okay. Minus the whole bubbling aspect. And it had this, it had like kind of the smoking aspect coming off too, but that didn't affect the taste. or made you feel any different. Mm -hmm. So you can't avoid that if you want but I think it's definitely worth the experience just trying something like that. It was just unique and something that, you know, you just really aren't going to get at many places. So, True. um, so I think if there's someone you enjoy, like a handcrafted, okay. I want to say it's handcrafted. They're definitely pre-made. Uh, mm-hmm. but you want something that's going to be just different and you like to just try different drinks. I think that hits that crowd. Someone who doesn't like star Wars and doesn't like to drink or, or mm. doesn't drink at all. Um, 
I don't know if they're gonna love this place. I mean, yeah, there's some there's some interesting non-alcoholic drinks on here that have like different flavors. So if you just want a refreshing drink, this could be an option. But you know, again, I would probably only go if I had uh, you know, someone who hasn't gone or likes to drink or is a Star Wars fan. Fair enough. Yeah. So First stop, we go to the bathroom because we had to pee very bad because we just drank a bunch of stuff. You don't and have time to, to pee there. You're on the clock, you know? Yeah. And, <laughs> uh, yeah, so we – but after we left, like, hey, on our way there, we stopped at the bathroom. We're about to hop in this 90-minute wait for Rise of Resistance. So they've got rid of the um, of the reservation system. It's now a standby queue. Mm. And when we were walking to Olga's Cantina, the line was insane. It was like at a – it was at a two hour wait when we walked into the park and it was all the way back there, but we nailed it just right. Like, I mean, granted, it's at a 90 minute wait, but yeah. that's totally worth it for this ride. Um, again, I've waited for Pandora at like a three hour wait. So, yeah. <laughs> I mean, and I still would probably do that to this day. That probably still would. It's still a great um, ride. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so we get in Ryan, you know, we're chilling. It was kind of like sprinkling and misting. So that wasn't the best, but you're only outside for a little bit. Because once we got in line, the line did die down a lot. So cool. So we were only outside for maybe 10, 10, 15 minutes at the most. And then we were inside most of the time. We're about three quarters of the way through the line and bam, ride shuts down. So we're in this weird spot where I got to pee really bad. We all have to pee and we're kind of drunk. um, And it's like, okay, this is going to be interesting um and like we've already committed this long we've already been in line for an hour at this point so it's like hi we're we're almost there like literally we were probably on the last hallway before you go into the little pre-show to board the rebel um Mm -hmm. ship to take you to i forgot where it takes you to um we were almost there so it's like oh my gosh like there's no point of exiting right now so we kind of sit down we're like maybe be a quick turnaround it was probably down for about 30 minutes so we're like Mm -hmm. sitting there and to the point I was thinking to myself, I was like, man, I am, I got a piece so bad. I am willing to leave this line and get out. Like it was almost that point. And then it, it gets back on. Like they, they announced, okay, cool. I was like, all right, cool. I'm, I'm good. I remember telling everyone like, man, I got a pee. Everyone else was saying the same thing. And they were like, okay, but like, we're there. Let's do it. It was to the point though, where like, I felt like I really kind of focused on a ride because my bladder was so full. <laughs> like, I remember like, I was like, I just hope it doesn't jerk me around a lot. Cause I felt like, you know, I just was like, I want to say I was in pain, but like, I, my brain was just focused on how full my bladder was. And like, I was like, oh, just don't, just don't think anything of it. It was yeah. still a good ride. The only downside is a lot of the features are turned off now. So oh. when I first wrote it, it was amazing. Don't get me wrong. It's still an amazing ride, but a lot of the cool features like they have, um, I forgot what they call them. They're like cannons, essentially, like these laser cannons that kind of, uh, when you kind of go in it, so that at one point you go through the ride, it's kind of like a hallway. Um, you kind of, these cannons kind of go in and out. Um, and for people not seeing the video at all, basically, I just kind of, they kind of go in your path, your ride vehicle, and then back up as you're going by. And then there's like a screen that looks like a big window in the, in the ship you're on. It's looking out at, um, at like all the, the rebels that are packing the space, uh, the, the Death Star, that, not the Death Star. I think we're on the Death Star. No, we're not on the Death Star. Uh, I think we're on just a Star Destroyer. Star Wars right, fans right, are probably right, just right, so right. pissed off right now. <laughs> I'm over here like, I don't know what the um, fuck you're talking about. Yeah. So there was some major <laughs> cool, 
you know, aspects that they had to turn off because apparently with them on, they were just tripping out the ride and the ride was going down too much. So mm-hmm. they had to kind of turn it on. There's also one scene where Kylo Ren is like, this is his animatronic that he's inside. Well, I guess that messed up. So they, mm-hmm. they have a backup version where he is now in a, like in his ship on a screen talking to us. So it just wasn't, it was a different experience. It just wasn't the same. And also I think just because I had a piece so bad, it just, I really wasn't like loving the ride at the moment. Um, again, would I ride that? Yeah, it's still one of the best rides I've ever been on. Hands down, mm-hmm. probably the best ride I've ever been on. Coming from like a, a, a theme park ride outside of roller coasters. Roller coasters is still my favorite, but anything else, this is still my favorite ride. Um, but again, it just wasn't like the first time I did it. It was completely different. So yeah. yeah. I hear you, man. Yeah. Still enjoyed it. So we get off the ride. We literally walk full speed to the bathroom. I probably peed for five minutes straight. Sorry if that's TMI, everybody, but five minutes. that was part of the experience. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And then, uh, so yeah, then we were like, all right, what are we going to do at this point? So we decided to go into Pixar land and, uh, by Toy Story Mania. We didn't do Slinky Dog just because it was like an hour wait. You still don't have that credit, do you? I do have that credit. So okay. I wrote it the uh, first time I went there. So I already nice. had the credit. So that's why I was like, you know what? It's a good, it's a good coaster, but it just isn't, you know. Not worth a 20 minute wait if you don't need the credit, I don't think. Yeah. So we we decided instead of waiting, uh, you know, 60 minutes, we decided to wait 45 minutes and do Toy Story Mania. And we thought, hey, let's grab a drink before we do that. So we went to, um, I think it was like Andy's Toy Box, a um, mm, little yep. uh, kind of little, they have a, uh, oh, it, it was kind of a slush with um, like Maker's Mark in it. Oh, it's Woody's Lunchbox. Sorry. Totally messed that up. Oh, um, oh sorry. It's Toy Story Land, by the way, not Pixar Land. I thought it was Pixar Land. No, nah, it's Toy, Toy Story, Story now. Land. Used to be Pixar Place. Yeah, that's what it was. Yeah. Uh, it's, nope, definitely does not have a maker's mark at all. Uh, <laughs> so it's called Grown Ups Lemonade. And it has uh, three olives, cherry vodka with Minute Maid premium lemonade and a black cherry puree. Mm. And this drink was delicious. So, sounds good. Um, yeah, so it's not like a frozen drink. It's just like, uh, you know, on the rocks and uh, just so good. Unfortunately, you can't take drinks inside of queue lines. Uh, you can take them inside queue lines as long as the queue line is outside. But once the queue line goes inside, you have to, you can't drink them um, uh-huh. because they don't want any spilling or anything like that. And Disney does have cast members stationed throughout, not only to stop people from eating and drinking inside their queue lines, but also just enforce the mask policy as well. And they were doing a good job enforcing that. Uh, they were on people a lot. I mean, there was definitely some blind spots where certain people were taking it down, but anytime a cast member saw somebody, they were on it. Mm-hmm. Um, and for the most part, everyone kind of, you know, complied, you know, they, you know, they you're fucking Disney also, world. Like yeah. everybody kind of gets it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so we get in line and we literally had to like chug these down. So not the greatest idea because it was a little bit sweet and, for some reason, I don't know what it is. I never get heartburn, but when I drink mm. Disney's mixed drinks, I think there's just so much sugar in them that I just get heartburn like crazy. I don't know what it is about these drinks. So luckily, uh, we had some Tums, so I threw those down, and I was good <laughs> to go after that. But it's all feeling pretty good. Real Toy Story Mania. Haven't been on it in a long time. They actually changed. They 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 turn. They put the entrance of the ride now on the other side. Mm-hmm. Um, just to, so it's in Toy Story Land versus where it was before um, yeah. in Pixar Place. And uh, 
you know, rides the same, still good, still fun. Um, you know, I think that's, that's an instant classic that just, it's a lot of fun, you know, yep. good times. You just get on there and yank away. Yeah. I did not win, unfortunately, but, um, it was still a good time. So we after should that, practice more. Yeah. yeah. After that. So at this point, so we got to the park at 1030, we got off the ride. It's already four o'clock. Wow. You know, because we were in line for so long, all that. So we decided to, uh, we're like, what do you want to do? And everything else was just at a pretty long way. We were thinking about doing, uh, you know, Mickey Minnie's runaway railway, but it was, um, it was like an 80 minute wait. And oh my God. Again, good ride. But again, 80 minutes for that. I would only do it if it's someone, you know, they want to ride it, you know? Right. Um, we decided to go over and do Tower of Terrorists and that like a 50 minute wait at that point. I was like, you know, I haven't been on Tower of Terror in a long time. Um, not Tower, Tower of Terror. Right, you're right. right. Nah, that's I, don't it. Why I, was, I don't know why I was drawing blank on me. Went over there. Uh, we hop in line. Um, and um, when line, it, they go to half capacity when we're like halfway through. So then it gets posted to a hundred minute wait. We're sitting there a little bit. And finally, I was like, dude, you just want to go. And cause it was just Sean and I in, in that line at that point. Um, and, uh, we were like, yeah, it was, it was just going. So we were still outside in like the circle queue. Wow. And, um, funny story in that as well. So when they go to half capacity, they made like just a manual announcement first before they did the automatic one. So there was a cast member out there and she's like yelling, um, in like her little station to one side of the queue and um, where we were at, we were kind of uh, near that, but then it kind of would start going back away from it and circle back around to where she was yelling at the first time. So she comes over to my side, is like, did you guys hear that? And I was like, yeah, because I was like right there. She's like, okay, cool. And just walks away. Doesn't even tell the back of my queue, who probably didn't hear that at all. But it was hilarious that she's like, like, I just was the voice of the people. And I was like, no, I mean, and I didn't say that. I was like, no, nah, I mean, I heard it, but hey, whatever. <laughs> yeah. So we waited Fantastic. probably like another, yeah, we waited for like another 10 minutes. And finally we were like, we like barely moved. And I was like, dude, I don't want to wait this long. We walked out. Mm-hmm. It was posted at like a hundred, 110 minute wait God. at that point. And I was like, yeah, we're good. And then, uh, yeah, we just kind of bounced at that point. It was around five o'clock at that point, And Damn. We were hungry, but we didn't really want to eat in the park itself. So we decided to go back to their place. We got some pizza and we watched playoff football at that point. So nice. Yeah. And that was the weekend that every game went into like overtime or like it was like a, just a really good game. So it was a good uh, night to watch football. So not bad at all. <laughs> yeah. So it was a good time, um, you know, for just last minute change and what we had to do, it, it definitely worked out. So kind of sounds more fun than a cruise, if I'm being honest. <laughs> yeah, really. So we kept looking at the weather and um, we actually had some other people that were going to go on a cruise with us um, that were just going to join us. Uh, not like super close friends. Um, and they still went on it. They said they had a great time, but just looking at the weather that was at, especially like down in the Bahamas, it wasn't like super warm. It was kind of rainy and overcast. So honestly, it, I think we're going to nail it. I think we nailed it right. Like yeah. we're going in April where the weather is typically better. Um, it is technically hurricane season, just the start of it, but it's the start of it. So we probably be fine. We're getting an extra day. So before we're just going to Nassau and Coco Cay. Now we're also going to add the Grand uh, Bahamas on there as well. Hmm. So for the same price, um, 
before we were selling out of Miami. So we're going to have to drive down from Orlando to Miami. Now we're selling out of Port Canaveral. So Mm. it's be an easier drive. And um, so, yeah, I think it's, I think it's a win-win in our opinion. So nice. The only thing that we had to pay more for is we just had to pay for an extra day for the drink package, but Hey, I ain't mad about that. Fair enough. (laughs) Yeah, buddy. Just an extra 80 bucks. So yeah, that'd be a good time. Mm -hmm. Awesome. Well, what, while you were gone, there is um, a shitload of news to react to um, that we just got to hear. We got to hear what you got to say about it. So, hell yeah. I think I've seen a few, but I'm sure there's a lot of things I haven't. I've definitely thrown in some surprises here. So, um, one of them I'm going to just go ahead and drop because I don't think you've seen this. Uh, so, The Beast at King's Island, I was scrolling through my, you know, Twitter feed probably two months ago at this point, And, um, saw there was some major shit going on with it. Like the helix wasn't there anymore and the drop wasn't there anymore. And so they are doing some major work to it um, with gravity group. Gravity group is actually coming in and they are retracking 2000 feet of the beast, which is, I believe is mostly going to be that helix area. I mean, I don't know how much track is in there, but that's, it's a lot of track there. it's a massive ride and that's a massive helix. So, yeah. Yeah. So, so they're, I think they're doing a little bit of a repot profiling on the helix um, just to make that, I don't know, more, what a better transition, I guess is, yeah. is what I'm guessing here. Um, and apparently they're coming in with like a new technology um, as far as like bracing the ride. And I don't know, some, some nerdy engineering shit says it's going to be smoother that way. Um, so they've got that and then they're also just retracking 1090 feet of the track should be replaced just kind of normally so it's getting a lot of attention this year that's awesome i I mean i don't think it was like the roughest wooden woody coast ever been on by any means but it definitely wasn't like just a natural walk in a park but that's granted because it's it's an old ride and i mean it's gonna be that way but I think uh, you kind of, my heart dropped a little bit. I thought like you're going to say it's going away. Cause I was going to be like, what the fuck? Cedar fair, you suck. I mean, we already yep. know that, but uh, I was like, I'm done with you hundred percent. That's the case. Um, love this ride, but I, I, that's exciting. I mean, I really hope they do it right. And I hope these profiles and this new stuff isn't going to take away from the true nature of the ride. I think I'm trying to think of that helix and yeah, I think if they had just a little bit more of an embankment, I think it would be a little bit smoother and a little bit more fun, mm-hmm. but can I, I'm curious. Uh, that's awesome. Like, I mean, makes you want to go ride it now. <laughs> yeah. And I will say you and I, we are big fans of the beast. We got some amazing Hell night yeah. rides on it. The, the night that we got to actually get night rides on it. Um, and so, yeah, it's like, it's good to see, like they're going to at least fix that ride. Cause they're all rides at some point are going to need like, especially wooden roller coasters are going to need some major love, major work done to it, or yeah. it's going to shit and you're going to RMC it or get rid of it. So it is good to see that they know what they have in beast. And I would, I would not want to RMC the beast. I mean, no. it is, there's something about it that you just can't, can't change. I yeah. mean, really the beast is probably the only reason I would ever go back to Kings Island and go to Cedar point just because Cedar point is not that far away from Kings Island. You almost kind of have to go. Yeah. You don't have to, but 
but like, like if you get uh, in the pass it's like i'm yeah, already exactly like, i'm already here i got the pass i might as well use it um but that's really probably the only reason i'd rather go go back to ohio in general yeah to be honest so. that's fair <laughs> <laughs> all right so there was another big news story that actually came out of six flags and they came out and basically said that hey we no longer need an affectionate policy so like if somebody's making out in line let them make out we're not throwing you out of the park for that shit and um the headline's actually hilarious because it, it six flags just dropped it like on their instagram with no context um, it's like we, you know we reviewed our policy on the on being guests being affectionate we found that like it's not needed we don't need that anymore so um everybody's making jokes like you can fuck in the bathrooms at six flags and you know <laughs> do what you got to do <laughs> but um it, uh, it, was, it actually came oh go ahead do they still have it on instagram yeah it's in there somewhere like the the basic six flags uh it's a few months ago so let's just okay. go a little bit um but it actually came out of six flags mexico where there was an instance where they threw out a gay couple um in the park so you know there was like reports that um other couples in line were being affectionate and they weren't thrown out so it got very discriminatory very fast um which sounds like a training issue uh with, with the six flags mexico there but you know they just decided let's get ahead of this and with no context let's put this uh let's put this policy out and and there you have it so we can make out. Well, is... we don't want to make out at a Six Flags, but uh... <laughs> but you can if if but, we wanted yeah, to. <laughs> if we wanted to. Yeah, I don't see it anymore on here. Okay. This was back in like December or November. Maybe it was their Twitter. I'm... I know there was a big post that came out, but that is that's hilarious. Like, I mean, I I totally get what they have to kind of like. Um, like because of that probably have a lot of backlash of kicking that couple out yeah but it's just like man that's just a weird thing to post about and like announce like hey you could just make out in our lines and yeah, yeah. like <laughs> we don't just have fuck in the bathrooms <laughs> yeah and, you know six flags is known for those teenagers that are making out line you know they just i mean i feel like any any amusement park that just happens naturally i mean yeah it is kind of I mean, I'm just thinking back when we worked at World of Fun. I mean, I mean, it was all the time. I'm mean, sure we were there with like dates and stuff. Like, mm -hmm. I mean, I think we were going like straight up, you know, making out a line. But I mean, it was definitely like the the spot to go. Like, because yeah. we're else going to do that? Like, or we're else going to go when you're that age? And there's nothing more romantic. Yeah. yeah, there's nothing more romantic than standing shoulder to shoulder with sweaty people and swapping. Especially spit. In, like a Larson Looper. I mean, that just gets you want to mm -hmm. start making out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the, the noises that are coming out of the Joker. Boing! <laughs> a Batman clone just, ooh, I just want to yeah. go in. <laughs> Got to make out in this Batman sewer. <laughs> Romantic as hell. All right. Meet so, uh, Mr. Freeze line. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it was just great. Was, I think everybody got to make fun of that and, and, and enjoy that. So it was a great moment. That's in the awesome. <laughs> All right. So a uh, huge rumor actually came out of Worlds of Fun um that a 2023 coaster is a hard rumor right now is coming to worlds of fun uh don't know what oh. don't know where but want to hear what your speculation might be um because you and i we so don't have any we don't really have this rumor 
where does rumor kind of originated from? Like Scream, on some like on Screamscape. Screamscape, um, okay. Yeah, so they get a lot of Lance over at Screamscape. He knows a lot of people who, you know. Yeah. They whisper in his ear with some stuff. And you know, I'm in some groups with uh some like worlds of fun write-offs, and you know, kind of what they say lines up with what he was saying over here at Screamscape. Yeah. So <laughs> now I'm just gonna I always take any kind of coaster talk with Worlds of Fun with a grain of salt because when I worked at Worlds of Fun, I actually created a rumor of a launch coaster coming back in 2012. And it was just a funny joke to play a prank on one of the other supervisors, like his first year being a supervisor. So me and another supervisor uh, act like we were talking about like a launch coaster coming. He walked in our uh, our like little office where we got ready, like had our all radios and like there was a supervising computer that we used. And we're like, he's like, what are you talking about? I was like, oh, we can't tell anybody. And of course we knew he was gonna tell people, so we did. Well, that was at like the beginning of the season in May of 2012, probably in like July at one point. Um, I was, we were talking to the full-time manager at like a ride shutdown. Like it was a simple ride shutdown. Everything was fine, but we were just like sitting there talking after, after the aftermath. And she was like, Hey man, this is weird. We've had a couple of like, you know, guest comments talking about like the, the rumor of like a, a launch coaster coming. Like to get, have you guys heard anything about this? And yeah. So apparently like he told a bunch of like leads leads told ride operators and I guess ride operators are telling guests. So, um, <laughs> again, it was so easy to start that rumor. So again, and also we live in the Missouri. Well, I technically live in Kansas, but I was born in the Missouri. So in Missouri, world's funds in Missouri. That is a show me state. So once I see it, that's when I believe it. That's been my motto. So um, it fucking needs it. Like world's yeah. of fun is just, oh, it's just, it's I don't know no, what it is. Like, yeah, there's just nothing. No not excitement has been pumped into that park since 2009. You can count Winterfest for a couple of years, but that's gone. So our excitement's yeah. gone again. And um, yeah, I mean, you're, 2023 is their 50th, I believe. So when you look at that. Um, and also, like, I mean, they have, I mean, Prowler's good, Mamba's good, Patriot's good, mm-hmm. Timberwolves better now. Um, that's pretty much it. I mean, I guess you could do Spinning Dragons in a way. But yeah. even in, okay, you ride those four rides, you got them all done in an hour, maybe an hour and a half if you walk slow so it's like okay what do you do with the rest of your day like there's a much. few flat rides you could do yeah but it's like so it's almost not worth it it's like it's kind of weird to say a park that size even though it's not a massive park by any means it's almost like a little like one to two hour park like a little family mm-hmm. fun center in a way and it's not that at all but it's just it's it's not enjoyable it's it's even though we live in kansas city now granted we both live on kind of the southern side of kc and mm-hmm. world of fun the north side it's almost a hassle just going up there yeah um just to spend what a few hours um almost granted, spend more time traveling yeah. than you do in the park yeah and i mean the only <laughs> and we haven't done this because the weather's been bad every single time we do it but really the only way to do it is like hit up ocean to fun go in a park for a few hours hit the ride you want to go back to ocean to fun and make a day of it that's really yeah. the only way to do world to fun yeah yeah well if a new coaster comes what do you think it might be let's play that and where would you put it's it not gonna be a launch coaster i know that like <laughs> yeah <laughs> no um that's hard like i the good thing about world to fun it does have a good variety of coasters um but man, what does it need? Like, I mean, I, I, 
I think of some stuff already. Doesn't need another wooden coaster. It doesn't need a Yeah, it doesn't coaster. really need another wooden coaster, but and you can't think it's gonna wooden... be you can't think it's gonna be a huge addition. It can't, they don't really have a lot of land to really put it. Worlds of Fun is not getting a giga. Maybe some sort of like impulse coaster, maybe, but even then that's mm-hmm. What I would I like, like to bo- see. I feel like Boomerang's gonna get taken out. I think you cut Boomerang. I think you do because they've they've had some. I'm really looking at Boomerang right now. I'm like, it's like yeah. that thing. It's just cutting off access to a bunch of land, like back where Dinos is, and you could just you could throw a coaster back there as far as you want to go. Really, yeah. I would love maybe to like see a, a Mac coaster. Like, what like if a, it's like a what about like a Mine Train coaster? Yeah. It's not not the modern it's not super mind exciting. Train. Yeah, it's not super exciting. But back there, it's like a woodsy area, True. something that, modern. It would look good it, back there. It would. It, it could be family. A mock coaster would be pretty good. Yeah, I, I don't so think I they'll was, spend I, the money on a mock coaster, though. I would rather have something thrilling, but I'm just trying to be realistic here. And I feel like a mine, and it's something that World of Fun doesn't really have. Like mm-hmm. Dive coaster, maybe? I just feel like dive coasters. I would love a dive coaster. Don't get me wrong. That'd yeah. be badass. It could be some kind of B and M. It could be a fucking four forty four spin, free spin. Oh, if it's not. that, fuck world's fun. I'm not getting. A, I'm not gonna pass next year. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, not gonna pass this year. So <laughs> definitely not getting one this year. Yeah. Um, depending on what this is, I might get one next year though. Mm-hmm. So the jury's yeah. You know, still waiting for it, but I, I mean, okay, I, I don't really know it, if I have. Okay, an idea. if it's a forty-four spin, yeah, you won't get a pass, but would you still go do the credit? Yeah, I would. Yeah, go, I know it's almost like I, you know, I gotta get the credit. Just I would one go time. during like yeah. a seasonal event, go get it. I was thinking the same thing. I was like, yeah, I, I still gotta ride it in a way, yeah. but I, that's it. Like, no, no glasses on there, but <laughs> it'll be my one trip to Worlds of Fun per year yeah. that I'll probably do. So, it, yeah, interesting. But um, yeah, well, I guess we'll just see what happens or if it happens. 2023. They're yeah. going to have to like start putting permits in soon. So I think it would hear something at least by the summer. They're going to have to announce it this summer if, it, if they're planning mm-hmm. on opening it in 2023. Yeah, maybe like a fall a fall announcement. Yeah. But if, if they're going to be building it, yeah, there should be. You should start seeing some land movement this year for sure. Unless it's a 40 free spin. <laughs> All right. Um, another Kansas City rumor here. The old Slitterbond Kansas City location. There's actually a little rumor going on that there might be a Margaritaville resort going in where the old Slitterbond was. Um, Interesting. So I think it's either that or there's been some proposed like Little League baseball fields. For that yeah, land. I've heard of I've heard of the sports. It's not really just little league baseball field. It's just gonna be like a mega sports youth sports complex. Oh, okay. Um, where they really want to. It's like multi fields where they have baseball fields slash softball slash like multi sport fields like right. you know football, soccer, um, lacrosse, anything that ultimately that's what I heard, and that was a couple of years ago. But I feel like that's probably fallen through at this point. Cause I feel like they would have moved on it already. Um, yeah. you but I was that hearing would... that two years ago about that land. You think that would be a better addition because you would just get people to that area. It'd be better for like the yeah. kind of 
I wouldn't. I don't nope. know if it's struggling over there, but that well, Kansas, don't Kansas area, yeah. you've got like that, Sporting KC, and that's about what's it. <laughs> well, that's the thing with the sports complex. Um, Sporting KC has some um, youth like sports complex right down the road. Like oh. I used to play when I first moved back here to KC. I played an adult league out there, mm-hmm. and um, literally, you get off of the highway, you go by the entrance of Slurterbon, and then you go maybe a mile down, take a left. And then there's probably like 20 soccer fields. Now granted there's oh, no wow. baseball fields or anything like that. And these are fields really good quality. Also you go 25, 30 minutes South to open park, you got shields. And then mm-hmm. there's also another sports complex of like other turf fields. Yeah. Granted, again, none of these really have, I think there's a few that have some really good baseball fields. Yeah. Um, so I think that might be, it kind of, I don't know how well that would be successful in that way. So I think that might be a holdup. I think if they did like a mega sports complex also had indoor like arenas, like indoor sports, like for gymnastic tournaments, basketball tournaments, stuff like that, it could work. But I think a margarita resort would be more badass. (laughs) (laughs) I kind of, I don't know what shape Slitterbond's in as it's been abandoned and like, had there been, but, but like would a margarita resort, would they reuse some of Slitterbond? Well, I, every time I drive by, a lot of that stuff has been torn down. Like, I don't think there's a lot of side complexes still standing. Yeah. From the, I, I actually might be going out there soon, like at least to Legends area. Yeah. So next time I do that, I'll look over a little bit more. But I, I feel like every time I look over, there's just, I feel like there's just less and less stuff over there. I'm sure yeah. they're still going to keep like the um the shells of the pool, especially like the rivers that they had over there. Yeah. Um, I would love if Margaritaville does, I would love for them to keep some of this stuff, like especially their, especially those rivers that they had. Yeah. I mean, I, I had a blast when we went to Sutterbond that day, like, and that it was, was such a ago. good water park, dude. Like it, it was like, we just, just fucking sat at the swim up bar, drank, uh, pre-gamed a little bit around. In the lot. We didn't, we, I don't know. We wrote any slides really. Uh, I think we did, we did the water coaster. Oh, because like, you can just chill because, in the river and wait in line. Yeah, you just chill in the, yeah, you just kind of, <laughs> fl- instead of going right, it's like a fork, go left, and then you just kind of float there and just chilling, and then you have a beer in your hand. You're bear belt going up, <laughs> yeah. And then, uh, I think we did the flow rider. Can we get out and yeah. walk up and do that? I think we did do one of the ones you had to walk up the little spiral staircase. Okay. And this is way before, uh, Correct. Yeah. But but you went there when Verruckt was uh yeah fucking it was a yeah. bad ride yeah that's all I've heard I, I you know I wish I rode it just to say I did ride it but I also glad I didn't ride it so the, the first <laughs> drop was amazing the bottom of the first drop felt like a rough Timberwolf in the nineties and <laughs> then you kind of come up and there's a little airtime hill obviously um, and uh, yeah I mean it was it was a special ride. Yeah, it was not, you know, and and after the incident, <laughs> you find out, wow, that really shouldn't have existed. Yeah, exactly. Your gut uh, was right on that one, Coaster Bro. <laughs> but I think, yeah, I think a Margarita Resort would be badass, and that kind of fits that area. I mean, you got you already got a Great Wolf Lodge over there. You kind of got. I think you have a, a Cheeseburger in Paradise too. So like that's yeah. Cheeseburger in Paradise is the Margaritaville of the Midwest. So it's that's kind of a it's a weird area now i think about it just in kansas city in general because it's mm-hmm. like it's like wants to be this own little touristy area it's not far from downtown it doesn't feel like kansas city at all but they have yeah. like you know they have the sporting kc they have the the racetrack there's a casino out there there's 
there's a Dave and Buster's, there's a little mall, there's a lot it's, of fun things to do. It is fun. It is already, yeah, it's like a little, Great it's like Lodge. a little mini touristy area. It's only just, a, it's just so far out of the way, you know, mm. especially for you where you're living at. Oh, yeah. For me, it's, it's only like a quick 20 minute drive. It's not bad at all. Yeah. Um, but it's like one of those things I don't really go up there because a like, why would I just be going to Dave and Buster's? You know what I mean? Unless it's like, yeah. Especially because there's also there's Dave and Buster's and main events all over the city. So yeah, and most people like would go there because of uh, Nebraska Furniture Mart. <laughs> that too, <laughs> like, yeah. But like you have an IKEA right next to you. That I, mean. I have an IKEA. I the only time I really go up there is if I'm going to like a Sporting KC game or. I had to go up there a couple, like a month ago, because I had to return some stuff that I bought online. And it was the Banana Republic. It was into my life. And I guess I had to only re- return it to a factory store instead of a normal store. And the only factory store they have is the one at the Legends here in KC. So weird. Yeah, very, very weird. So, anyways, uh, yeah, I think Margaritaville will be dope, anyways. So, yeah, I, I, I hope for Margaritaville. They so I know for a fact they would reuse part of the park because the Margarita Resort that they have in Orlando has its own water park. Yeah, yeah. So they definitely gonna have because again it's like a whole resort and I think I know the one in Orlando also has like you could buy a house and live in it. Like they have like permanent residences in there. Oh, as well they as do like, like a, do they do like independent living for older folks? And no, it's just, I don't think it's just independent living. I think it's just uh, anybody, like you could just buy a house in there. Um, I don't know if that's exactly what will happen up here, um, but. I think it'd be dope. Yeah. If it, I, I think that area is ready for that to reopen. I, I think it's healed a little bit. I think it's far enough that Slitterbond is so gone out of people's mouths in Kansas City that like you obviously don't have that slide anymore. You could reuse some stuff there like a Margaritaville resort, I think it would be refreshing for the area. Yeah. Yeah. They have like a whole resort. They have a massive water park down there. Um, I just clicked on this own thing and yeah, Margaritaville villas, Orlando.com. Once the load, I think you could actually buy these villas. I'm sure they're hella expensive. Yeah. And Louis live. Cause it, it's literally like it's own little city. I mean, they have restaurants in there. They have shops um bars like you could literally just live in margaritaville <laughs> where do you live margaritaville <laughs> kansas <laughs> yeah they got floor plans oh my gosh yeah that's amazing i wonder i, wonder, I just want to know how much <laughs> and like the funny thing so on the one of the like you click on the home page and it's just like a family in like the kitchen beautiful kitchen and just just all cheersy margaritas <laughs> like that's the life um i mean these are two bedroom homes they're small though like 976 uh, 1200 square feet two bedrooms two and a half baths they're all sold out everything's sold out so you can't really buy anything but yeah. um oh my god oh actually did not so a four bedroom house starting in the 400,000s Wow. So in Orlando, that's not terrible, but it's also tiny. For a four-bedroom house, it's not even 2,000 square feet. Wow. You could also buy an eight-bedroom house for almost a million dollars. So Let's go in with your homies. Yeah, but it's pretty dope. It's just like kind of like island-themed, yeah. but they're all sold out, so you can't buy anything. But <laughs> Maybe in Kansas. 
maybe in Kansas. All right, some other news. Hershend announced a really kind of awesome thing for their all of their employees, their seasonal employees, their part-time employees, their full-time employees. And these are going to be at all their properties. So, you know, you talk about Silver Dollar City, Dollywood, Wild Adventures, and just all the other like little attractions that they own throughout the city, the city, the world, whatever, the USA, however big their scope is. <laughs> but it's called Grow You. And basically what they're doing is there's kind of some select um, colleges that you can look at and, and go to, and they're going to pay for it. You Holy work for Hershen, they're just going to pay for your fucking college. <laughs> that is awesome. <laughs> yes. Um, if if this was great. us and like coming out of 2008, I think our whole, like we would have just moved to Branson and Hell yeah. went to college and worked at Silver I mean, Dollar City. That is such a genius move. I mean, yes, you're you going to get everybody like, in the industry. Exactly. Like, I mean, you talk about that, especially seasonal staff, like, okay, you're, you're not going to be short staff because like, wow, I go work at Hershen during the summer Yep. and I go to college for free. And that's, I mean, that is a fucking deal. Like even if I could get paid minimum wage, fuck it. Like, yeah. um, and just like, God, that is, that is amazing. That's some, that's awesome. Good for them. Yeah. I mean, you're going to get people that leave Disney. You're going to get people that leave local parks. Like all of a sudden world of fun staffing probably just got a little bit more difficult. Such yeah. like St. Louis, a little more difficult because like, why would you stay there when you could like, if you, I wonder if, if they like, so it's only, so you said it's only select colleges. I think it is. So it, it kind of goes through like a third party with grow you. Um, and I don't know a whole lot of details about it, if I'm being honest, but I mean, there are options to get your, like, if you're undecided coming out of high school, you know, you like the theme park industry, like, why wouldn't you take this opportunity? I would have not played football and I would have done this in college. Yeah. So like, there's like ride <laughs> operators out there now that are like Kings Island yeah, it's ride like operators. A, almost like a full ride, like. I wonder yeah. if there's any kind of like stipulations. Cause I feel like, yeah, I mean, this program is available full-time, part-time seasonal work. We'll provide additional funds for people who pursue programs. And uh, I think there's certain programs you got to go for like hospitality, engineering, human resources, or art design. Hell yeah. But crap. If you're interested in those, like. I'm interested in human resources. Yeah. I got my master's. Resources. I used to work in hospitality. Um, <laughs> this doesn't really fit my current industry I'm in now, but Hey, yeah. I'm not going to, you know, go back and do this, but if, yeah. you know, if, if we were, yeah, man, if we can only be, I got that's an awesome. El- that is really cool. I got an elementary education degree that I didn't use. This would have been amazing. <laughs> so uh, yeah. Shout out to Dolly. Shout out to the Hershey entertainment. hundred percent free. Wow. I mean, it's, that's cool. It's fucking amazing to operate thunderation, you know, <laughs> <laughs> why did you pick thunderation like i mean i just fit in outlaws run yeah. <laughs> thunderation's <Tyler>. easier <laughs> and then uh right, just some, be a li- i'll be a lifeguard like uh. yeah why not work three three months yeah mm-hmm. i know what you're saying there. <laughs> oh right. yeah and then some other recruitment um news that kind of stirred on the internet is fun spot in orlando slash atlanta i did see this 
announced that they will match your salary if you come from certain positions. Yeah. So, uh, at first, I was like, wait a second. I could make my current salary move to Florida <laughs> and operate white lightning at night, and you'll pay me the same. That's not the case. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so, like, basically what they're trying to do is pull people from other parks here, right? If, if you work in a similar industry, you're getting paid – you know, whatever it is, $15 an hour at universal. You don't like your job. Come work at fun spot, mm-hmm. um, which is another interesting thing. I, I just want to hear your thoughts on this. Cause you've, you've worked in Orlando. You've kind of been in this industry. Like do you, th- and you've like known team members from universal and you've known them from other locations. Is this appealing to those types of employees? Um, I would say maybe a select few. I mean, I think people, people that live in Orlando, they, they kind of shit on fun spot. You know, they look at it as, as a carnival in a way. You know, we, mm-hmm. we love fun spot. You know, it's awesome. Yeah. Is it, is it a groundbreaking, you know, immersive theme park? Hell no, it's not, but it, it, it itches a certain, it scratches a certain itch. Let's put it that way. It's the, I, mean, I love it. It's like the amusement park, like, cause Florida is not known for amusement parks. It's not just yeah. like your regional amusement park and fun spot scratches that itch for like central Florida. Yeah. hundred percent. I, I think, I think some people that like, Hey, they, if they're really, really upset at like, you know, universal and maybe they've already burned bridges at Disney and they probably don't want to go work at SeaWorld maybe. then yeah, this is a good option for them. However, like, and I'm just going back from my universal experience, but if I'm going to make the same amount of money as a frontline team member at, at um, FunSpot as I would at Universal, then you got to look at, okay, what are my benefits? You know, like not, I'm not talking about full-time benefits, you know, if I'm part-time, you know, okay, whatever. I'm not getting, you know, health benefits, stuff like that. But uh, at work on a Universal, I get Universal for free. I'm getting some comp tickets. Yeah, there's going blackout dates around that. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm going to have, there's like special events like HHN I'll be invited to. Not only that, and I, I'm pretty sure they still have this feature, but my universal ID works at SeaWorld on, I think there's a few blackout dates, but I'm getting to SeaWorld for free and Bush Gardens for free, mm-hmm. um, you know? And I think, no, I don't think you could, you could do comp tickets. I think you get discounted tickets at SeaWorld, at least when I worked there. I don't know if that's changed. So there was a lot of awesome additional things. So if it's come down to fear purely paid then that okay let's throw that out the window but what what kind of other you know perks and stuff are they going to offer the employees so if i'm if i'm perfectly content or i'm 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 on the fence i'll probably still go with universal just because those other things Mm -hmm. um that's fun spots offering that kind of stuff too now if i feel like i'm going to lose my job soon or i'm not performing well then yeah maybe jump ship so you can (laughs) still keep that you know putting your two weeks where you get fired at universal keep that that bridge open and then get the same pay at fun spot maybe that that's a good uh, outlet to look at but i don't think people are going to look at it that way at least uh you know people that have poor work performance but (laughs) I, i don't think it's as good as a deal as a lot of people reacted it would be I think they should have done it and say, Hey, we'll match it. And add like a dollar, $2 on top of it. That's Sign what's on really bonus gonna, or something. Yeah. Cause like yeah. if I work at Disney, why would I leave Disney with getting my perks as a cast member to go yeah. to fun spot? If I'm making the exact same way. And like, if you're working at fun spot, you're working nights every night. Yeah. Like, it's a night park. Mm-hmm. Is that what you want? I mean, some people, they they're okay with that, but it's yeah. uh, something to think about. All right. 
Um, came out at Cedar Point. That top throw dragster is to remain closed for 2022. Um, no like official announcement on if they're trying to reopen it. Just, hey, this is going to be closed for 2022. I think it's the last we've seen of Top Throw Dragster. It's my my take on it. I think it's I, I think I think they they're not opening because they're probably still in like investigations. There's probably gonna be some litigation coming down the line, so they can't do anything with it because it's probably so considered a crime scene almost in a way. Mm-hmm. And I think after it's all said and done, I think then they're gonna start tearing it down. They just can't do that now or announce that because they're probably still in like litigation or something's going on on, on the back end. So. And then from from another perspective too, I don't think that top throw dragster is needed in that lineup. I I mean, it's sure it's iconic. It's that 420 skyline looking thing, but I don't think you hey. go there for top throw dragster. Hey, top throw dragster is the best roller coaster in the world. It's fast. It's tall. It's not as tall as Keenan Cobb, but it's still really good. So it's amazing. You got to ride it. Oh, okay, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Cedar Point boner boy. <laughs> <laughs> But no, I agree. I mean, it and doesn't th- need it. And think about the expansion opportunity there. That is a huge chunk of land. They're they going to have to park. put something there. I mean, it's in the middle of the park. You can't just have like a blank spot in there. Yeah. But do you put a coaster? I mean, they got plenty of coasters already. I mean, I know that's what Cedar Point's all about. For me, I don't think they need coasters. I think they need to be focused on more of the guest experience, putting in some indoor rides. You need some dark rides, put in a fucking dark ride maybe some flats, like some new restaurants. There's so much you can do with it. So I, I just hope that, I hope that they don't, and you can maybe squeeze in a, a, a medium-sized coaster there still, and that's fine or whatever. But um, that's just, that's so much land and it's right in the middle of the park. Like you can do so much with that. Oh yeah. All right. Peppa Pig Land now open <laughs> officially. Oh. And uh, people are loving it. I think that uh, Daddy Pig coaster got a launch in the middle of it. Looks like a fun experience. Um, Drew the intern lost our fantasy football league, the in the loop fantasy football league that I'm in, and uh, he served his punishment there. Um, so I just wanted to bring that up. And if you guys go check out, I think it's Drew the intern on Twitter. He's posted about his day there, and uh, he told in like our group chat. He told me a story about. He went on opening day, so it's like wait, 45. wait, is he the one that lost the fantasy football? Yeah, yeah, he lost oh, the fantasy awesome. football. So he spent his whole day there. I think it was on Thursday. And um are there photos? Yeah, it's on Twitter. So uh Drew the intern, I believe. And um my favorite story out of it, and I don't want to ruin it, but you go listen to the podcast because I'm sure he'll be on it to explain his his uh terrible day there. But everything had a huge weight because it was opening day. <laughs> and and one of the requirements is that you ride one ride per hour. Well, you had wait times at like 30 to 45 minutes for these attractions and you had to ride every one of them. So I think you ended up waiting like 30 minutes for a frog hopper <laughs> and because you're supposed to ride every ride that you're able to do. Yeah, and then yeah. he, he didn't fit on the frog hopper, but he's there <laughs> by himself. So he's in like the middle of the frog hopper <laughs> and they're pulling down like the mass lap bar <laughs> and, and it's not working. And the ride operator turns to this kid. He's sitting next to me. He's like, this your dad? (laughs) 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 Oh, my God. This shirt is hilarious. Champion daddy pig. He had to to wear it. 
Um, what did you? Uh, what place did you come in? Because you 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 didn't. I was start in the loser so hot, bracket. Right? I was in the losers bracket. Okay, yeah, because you didn't um, you didn't have a good year this year. I put I, I did the draft when I was like at dinner with you and doing it on my <laughs> cell phone, and I made some bad picks. So next yes. year I'm not doing that. Um, but I was in the losers bracket, and I I beat Kenny, um, barely in the first game. So I didn't go to the championship, but I I thought I was going to. Um, I lucked out. I, I had some game plans where um, there was some people on IR. So I had to like, look them up and be like, when did they come back yeah. Put them on my bench to where I don't lose that first game. And, and it worked. I picked up like a jets running back who did pretty well. So, like, okay. So they were like, they were active for like that last like week or so. Yeah. Yep. That's nice. So smart. I, I yeah, that's what caught me out of it. Um, but yeah, my favorite part is that when he went home to his family, um, his wife had a you survived um, Peppa Pig land and it was a cake so that was pretty funny <laughs> a cake when he got home um, but yeah I mean Peppa Pig land looks great and that that coaster looks pretty fun if I'm being honest so maybe even worth the credit I don't know what the ticket price is but uh, good for Drew the intern he took it like a champ and um, make sure you check it the in the loop podcast because it's just I'm sure it's just so hard to like justify going down there it's so out of the way mm-hmm. and yeah it's just that's a hard one to justify when especially when you have so many other things to do in central yep. florida it is all right um also hershey park came out with an announcement the other day um that they are retheming their sidewinder which is a boomerang coaster painting that shit neon green and calling it the jolly rancher remix and they're like adding a tunnel to it and uh, i think there's I think there's like a smell tunnel. Like they're going to pump smells like oh, Jolly cool. Rancher smells into it. That's pretty dope. Yeah. And um, you know how like you haven't been to Hershey Park, but I haven't. There is like they've got like the boomerang element and kind of a plaza in front of it. And they're going to be putting like a really cool looking ride there and calling it mixed. Um, I don't know if it's Jolly Rancher mixed or whatever, but it's Zamperla Nebula. So I don't know if you've seen it at um coney island but it's it spins and there's like it looks like the cars are going to collide and it's like really eye-catching okay i know what you're talking about yeah yeah so they're like really refreshing this area and and making a boomerang almost i almost want to ride it (laughs) (laughs) but i think it's just really good to see that hershey park is finally realizing like oh shit we have this awesome brand called hershey that um you know when people come to hershey park maybe they want to experience candy rides maybe so it's good to see that they've they've kind of freshened up this very dead section of just like a boomerang and they're like let's okay this is the jolly rancher park let's put that in they've got candy oh, I got some good news yeah i got some good news i uh some i know somebody well i'm very good friends with their daughter but i uh, know somebody that's now like overseeing their costume department oh. there so if we ever go i got a hookup so we might have to talk about a summer trip this year yeah. that could be a great choice mm-hmm. for this boomerang <laughs> for this boomerang <laughs> yes. all right and then another news story um, i don't know if you saw the picture on social media but there was like this disney executive like white suit dude that took a selfie um because he got to ride um guardians of the galaxy at epcot and when we took the selfie his caption said 
Disney Imagineers knocked it out of the park with this one. Can't wait to be introduced to guests on Memorial Day weekend. It's not been announced yet. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> you had to go back and like change it and, and he still had the selfie posted. <laughs> <laughs> it's like man i'm sure people took so many screenshots as reposts of that yeah. it was all over Diz twitter all over it and people were making fun of the dude i felt bad like does he lose his job there he might have <laughs> like like that they usually oh yeah a lot of times they like they sign like those um uh, ndas on those a lot mm-hmm. so i granted i don't i mean he just wrote it and he's high up you know, it might be a whole different. He might yeah. not have signed one, but I know like at Universal, if you're on a project or like those, like those are things that I did. Um, I don't know if I can still talk about it, but I don't work there anymore. But like we had to do some like testing for um, mm-hmm. a typical, you know, I'm only going to say is like a, a, a game, a game system type ride land type thing. Mm-hmm. And we didn't even like do any like ride. We just had to sit in the vehicle to see like to, and measure like body dimensions and stuff that and it wasn't even a vehicle it was like just a frame of something that they built yeah. we had to sign ndas on that wow. uh, just yeah so that's why it was just a weird experience it wasn't even like it was it was interesting so all right and then uh some of the biggest news we got two big ones that came out um so i'm sure you saw this this happen on social media SeaWorld came out with an offer to buy cedar fair yes um, 3.4 billion dollars and um turns out that cedar fair declined it it was like an unsolicited dick pic of sorts um they weren't asking <laughs> to be sold cedar point was just like hey yeah. i got 3.4 billion you want it we just got to operate your parks um but i just wanted to go over with that with you and and kind of see like what do you think should have happened here like as a selfish fan or as a business person i don't know uh, but what's kind of your take on this and like would you have liked I mean, to have I- seen that happen yeah, I like I like SeaWorld parks. I mean, I know they've gotten a lot of flack and shit, especially ever since like Blackfish and all that kind of stuff came out years ago. And I know they have a lot of haters out there and stuff, but I've always been a big fan of their parks. And, you know, because they do a lot of great things for animals and, uh, you know, and, and conservation stuff that they do. And, and, you know, you can look all that up. But I feel like they just people just, you I know, mean, just like anything in this country, they see one thing and then just that's another belief like yeah and unfortunately you're never going to convince those people but they're a good company um and i think they just they've been having a tough time but i think they've been weathering the storm as best as they can and um but i think the park's awesome i love the bush garden parks um sea world parks are good i mean i like bush garden park over sea world parks but um you know there's a few i still need to go to san diego um i would love to go back to san antonio again um, so there's definitely some cool things that have come out. I think they're going in a good direction. Um, so, and I think they do a lot of cool, you know, innovative stuff where I think Cedar Fair doesn't. And yeah. so I think that would have been cool to see what they would have done with those parks. I mean, it would have been, if they did acquire them, it wouldn't have been like things are going to change overnight. You know, it's not like World of Fun's going to get all these rides all of a sudden. They would have definitely had to prioritize and see what they want to have gone by and, so do it, it still would have had a big seat of fair feel for a long time until like, you know, so it wasn't like, oh, you know, it's going to change the day. I saw a lot of people were like, did not want this. They're like, Cedar Fair, you know, SeaWorld can't even run their own parks. Why are we going to give seat? Like people were hating on it. Like some mm-hmm. of those Cedar, Cedar Point fanboys, but I didn't go to been awesome. So, yeah, especially as a local to Worlds of Fun. Um, 
looking at that, it's like any any situation where they might show love to this park that hasn't really had any love, like as far as new additions in a long time. And my favorite selling point would be the events because yeah. SeaWorld is doubling down on events right now. Like there's almost an event going on at every park all the time at this point. So it would have been good because I think you would have saw a Christmas event come back to Kansas city um, on top of just random events during the year. You know, you got grand carnival, but like you'd probably get like a, a bruise and barbecue kind of situation. You'd be getting like, just like little events during the day or during like the year that honestly, if SeaWorld would have bought them and they announced events for next year, I would have got a world of fun pass. Yeah. I always forget they have Sesame, like Sesame place. And I mean, that's an awesome theme. Like that would be a family park in a way. Like, I mean, that's, you could retheme all the Cedar fair water parks to that. And it would be awesome. Yeah, I don't think they would. I, I don't think they would just throw the Snoopy brand out there, or you know the um, is it Snoopy peanuts? Yes. That's it. Peanuts. Um, I don't think they would throw that away, but I think they would just enhance it a lot more. You know, they would make yeah. it more immersive. And I think kind of what they've done with all that. I, I don't think they would they would blend them by any means. I think they're definitely going to keep the peanuts brands in the Cedar Fair parks. Yeah. And you know, keep the Sesame stuff and more of their Sea World slash Sesame Place parks, Bush Gardens. But I mean, who knows? Then maybe they would do like a collab or some shit like that. So, but what I was thinking is because Sesame Place is also like really into water parks right now, mm-hmm. and they're kind of making water parks more theme parky. Um, all of the Cedar Fair parks are just a generic theme to purple and green situation. Like, <laughs> it'd be very easy to say this is Big Bird Slide. Yeah. Plop. Like wow. you could just that'd be very easy to do in all of the Cedar Fair parks. So like um all the Cedar Fair water parks. So I, I think it would have been, been a lot of fun. The thing that have been really interesting would be like Bush Guardians Williamsburg and Keen's Dominion. Like yep. <laughs> that would be very interesting how that would play out. I mean, obviously I don't think either of those parks would be going away, but it's like, what do they show the love to? Like like, do you double down on passes there and like bump up a price and play with that? Do value? like a dual pass? I mean, yeah. yeah, they would totally do that. Like, hey, get the I don't know, I almost said platinum. They already have a platinum. Like, yeah, hey, get the Kings saying. Dominion Bush Gardens Williamsburg pass two for one, which would be dope if you live in that area. Yeah. Um, most people in that area were worried that Kings Dominion would close. Really? It's the worst of the two, and they would just sell the rides off to other or pawn the rides off to other places i just think there's some really good rides there i mean so i'm sorry there's there's some decent coasters there that i feel like mm-hmm. you just wouldn't be able to get rid of yeah Make and they're sure. too massive too massive to really put anywhere else like where do you plop i-305 down at yeah where do you <laughs> like it, you just really can't like <laughs> yeah. all right um and then the last bit of news i told you it was a lot of news cedar fair came out with um just yesterday we recorded on saturday i think dropped on friday that there's a new event coming to cedar fair parks and it's called tricks or treat so not a whole lot of details yet outside of this will be replacing haunts at valley fair in california's great america so no longer will those parks have anything spooky there will be kind of a daytime atmosphere. And then at nighttime, it kind of looks like a pumpkin illumination event like Hershing kind of does. 
which I don't, I think Cedar Fair needs this family event, but really weird to see like them abandoning it in San Francisco and the park that was kind of known as Valley Scare. They're just like, we're going to abandon the spooky Halloween theme and just go 100% family friendly here with these two. Yeah, it's, yeah, I'm like torn on it. Like, I, I agree with you. I think their family Halloween event is trash. Like, I mean, you go to like, agree, the only one I've ever experienced in the Cedar Fair Park is uh, World of Fun. Um, however, I think they definitely need to improve upon that. But also, like, I don't know, like, I feel like a Halloween event has to have some scary aspects to it, no matter what. Like, yeah. I mean, it's just, that's just, it just doesn't like make sense to me. So like, I feel like you have to have a balance of both, like have that daytime, maybe like a twilight of like having some of that family event or maybe even like certain days, like, you know, Saturday, you know, Friday and Saturday is going to be daytime would be the family event. Evening time is going to be that scary Sunday all day, even into the evening time, we'll have that family event, um, mm-hmm. but really go over the top with it. Cause I feel like you have the scary event stuff there. You don't really have to change much on that. Really they, double down. They don't on the anyway. Family event. <laughs> yeah. But like, okay, just keep what you have for now. Double down on the family event. Have the best of both worlds. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's how I look at it. So that is what it looks like is going to be happening at worlds of fun. Um, so Worlds of Fun hasn't like posted about it, but on like their um, season pass information, they're like new trick or treat and haunt. So that's already like laid out there. So it sounds like most parks are going to keep both, um, which I think is best case scenario. Uh, but also when you look at, there are a lot of parks like Hershey Park, um, Hershey Entertainment that don't do spooky. And guess what? You don't hear about fights at those parks in Halloween. Yeah. When, I mean, even looking back at like guest satisfaction scores at some of like the regional parks I used to work out, they were usually trash during the scary spooky events, like real low. And then on the family friendly events, they were usually exponentially higher, like their um, Christmas event. So I think you're, I think it's an interesting thing where you, you're kind of shifting like the clientele that comes to your park to like families, people with money who are going to buy the hot chocolate or, or the extra bits and, and spend more money as opposed to teenagers who are just like being dropped off by their parents, have season passes and might be buying a Coke and a, and dinner. And that's about it. So that's true. And I think you're going to be looking at, if you're looking for a budget cut move, like looking at Valley Fair, you're not open till one o'clock at night. You don't have to hire all these entertaining or all this entertainment staff to staff your haunted houses that kind of have low capacity. Like this is um, going to be entertaining staff, but it won't be, yeah. it won't be as much. Cause yeah, staffing scare actors, that's a lot. I mean, and it's long operating hours and your rides are open all that, all that time too. So, I mean, you're, you're looking at longer true. shifts for maintenance staff and, Security is having to work extra hard. So like you could probably cut down security staff for these family events. I mean, I I mean, that is kind of, unfortunately the, the, the world we live in and and like people could hate on like Cedar fair, any company as much as they want, but at the end of the day, like 
you're not hiring for these companies. So like mm-hmm. staffing issues is a, it's a struggle. It's a struggle it's nationwide. And I think it's going to definitely be a big struggle in the theme park industry because their profit margins are pretty low already. They're mm-hmm. already paying their staff pretty low where I could go work at Target or somewhere else and make a lot more money. Mm-hmm. And I don't have to deal with all this, like these guests. And I've still got to deal with customer service, but a whole different ball game, you know? And so coming up with creative solutions where like, hey, and the way they market it to like, hey, this is gonna be a fun event where low key, it's like, yeah, this is gonna save us on labor. We're gonna have to stay open late. I, I, it's a smart move. Yeah. It's just like, unfortunately, I like the scary side of things. So maybe I'm being a little like selfish in it, but yeah. I, I think, I think they, you need, you need both, but if, if that's what you need to do and, and if you can make a really cool event and it's going to save labor on the back end and help out so they could actually run the park and mm-hmm. then, Hey, you know, it is what it is. And then from my, my aspect too, I'm, I'm looking at it with, um, not a season pass holder anymore in Kansas city. I'm probably going to go to world's fun once this year. I don't know when that would have been if they didn't announce this family event with it. That's probably when I'm going to go and kind of go with haunt too. Um, if it was just haunt, I don't know that I would go because what's new there. It'd be fun to do like an ocean, the fun day. Yeah, that's true. I mean, how much, are like, how much are like roll to fun day tickets like nowadays? I don't know. I, you're probably dipping into, you're probably dipping into 50 bucks. Yeah, and I guess at that point, if you go twice, you might as well get a pass. Like uh, daily yeah. tickets, $34.99 for a preseason sale. Oh. I'm sure it's going to go up, but right now that's kind of where it's sitting at, which isn't that, bad. That would be a good deal like to buy it now if it, if it lasts all season. Yeah, um, valid any open public operating day during the 2022 season. So does this count for like haunt or I guess whatever you're going to call it? It's called haunt still. For daytime trick or treat. Yeah. Because yeah. they don't hard ticket haunt, do they? Like if you buy. No, not, not here. They do it like Carowinds and Knots and a couple others. Oh, but parking's a fucking bitch. <laughs> That's one thing's gonna miss. Parking is so, like twenty five bucks. Twenty two dollars for a single Fuck day. <laughs> VIP is only twenty five. So at that point, you might as well get fucking yeah. So really, yeah, to spend a day, it's gonna be like 50, 60 bucks. So that's yeah, kind of shitty. So it's almost like you, you park at the Waffle House and and walk over or Uber over or something. Yeah, and honestly, a gold pass is like just hundred dollars. It's still worth it just to do the pass. Yeah, you go twice. You paid for it. Mm-hmm. Really, if you go twice, you've already got your money back. Because if you're doing mm-hmm. a ticket and parking, True. I grant it. If we ride together, that's like sixty. Yeah, damn. Yeah, it's tricky. Like, because I don't. I I would love to do like see their event or maybe even go to Ocean to Fun one day, but I don't want to get a pass. But and then it's, again, it's like. Yeah. Would I rather just do a long weekend and drive up to Minneapolis and go to Valley Fair? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. It's complicated, but it does get me excited for my new home park, which they sent me some mail, by the way. Ooh. Silver Dollar City Times. Uh, they send out to their season pass holders. That's it's cool. my first time ever being a season pass holder for Silver Dollar City. So I'm fucking pumped about it. 
and they said, I guess they send it out quarterly and it's actually really cool. So they sent out like to highlight the events for their first three months that are open. And it's really funny because I'm looking at this tiny spring pamphlet, three events going on. It took World of Fun like two years to do that uh, from 2020 to 2021. Um, That's just hilarious to me. But they are advertising their spring ride days, which I don't think is like a real event. It's just like their spring break um, where they open like during the week to try to catch spring break crowds. Street Fest, which I'm definitely going to, and Bluegrass and Barbecue, which I'm probably going to. So I'm excited for this new pass. And what uh what tier did you get? I got the lowest asking. tier. So the silver. Okay, yeah. Cause I was looking at it, it looked like there's no blackout dates or anything. So yeah. It's got, uh so we what we did is we actually um because they they kind of get weird with it because they add like bring a friend tickets. Yeah, and, yeah. Like, I like you and all, but I don't <laughs> I don't know like when you're gonna come or like who would be able to come. Like, am I actually gonna use these, you know? So yeah, yeah. What we did is we went in the, the end of last year and upgraded. And what happens is you lose your bring a friend there, but you just upgrade for like from your single day ticket. And it's like a, it's only like 60 bucks or something like that. It was per person. So not at all. like it was worth it. And, and even your bring a friend tickets. I mean, granted, they still have to pay $10 in tax each. So it's not like they're free tickets. They still got to pay, which I mean, okay. At the end of the day, what, $15? That's, that's a steal. So yeah. Um, but really excited because we're definitely going to plan some long weekends down there. You should probably join us on some of these or one of these or all these. But um, yeah, I'm I'm excited to be a pass holder. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, I definitely I like this new part. Uh, Silver Dollar City trip and just yeah. like a Branson trip. That'll be a good time. Yep. So my wife and I are going to have a couple of those this year. Pretty pumped for it. Definitely going to go for their Halloween event. Definitely going to go for their Christmas event. So. Like we realistically have four trips already planned. <laughs> so it's going to be Man, good time. You are, you have turned into a uh, typical Midwestern uh, person going down to Branson multiple times a year. Hell yeah. <laughs> a grand day, you're going down to a badass park. That's, that's totally worth it, but it's just funny to think of. <laughs> and like, we have a dog. So like, we want to bring our dog to some of these for like long weekends, but also like I could, like bluegrass and barbecue we could do like a day trip if we wanted to you know what i mean like just leave at 6 a.m and you'd be back by 9 or 10 like yeah. it's totally doable anyway that's the show Woo-woo. it's our birthday happy birthday to us that was fun i had a good time we that's the first time we've done a show without an outline and um yeah that was a pretty good time I and mean, we had a little loose one we had some topics to talk about but yeah loosey goosey with it, with it. So yeah, kind of how how our shows kind of lined up now is um, we we're bringing shows to you weekly at this point. We've committed to the weekly schedule. Um, So our next coaster bro more than theme park stuff, but (laughs) (laughs) you might have some projects here and there with some of these things. But we'll see. Yes, yes. Uh, But yeah, so every Tuesday we're bringing a new show. Uh, So we're gonna have like this regular, traditional show, like we started with. Um, That'll be once a month, and then the next following week so our next show will be a coffee with coaster bro so i've committed to doing that monthly so i also do that live on instagram so just follow us on instagram at coaster cuzzies if you're interested in that seeing that live asking live questions i'll interact with you that way the following week after that you got the great cuzzy road trip which our next step we're going to jersey so um, however far deep into jersey we're going i'm not really sure yet and then 
the 69 questions where we have a guest and we just do quirky shit with it and kind of ask 69 questions in this little fantasy land of audio enjoyment that's i just made that off made that up off the top of my head but um definitely definitely a good time so make sure you're checking all those out they're all very different styles of shows and um i think it's a lot of fun and if you ever want to be a guest on 69 questions we're taking applications so just let us know (laughs) all right um also we are getting rid of our website our website is a goner coastercuzzies.com um by the time you hear this might be gone and um you know that's that's two years old now so like when it came back to like do i want to pay two hundred dollars to keep this website no i don't (laughs) (laughs) i just created some bum website because i thought we needed it um turns out we did not so you can actually find us now at solo.to slash coaster cuzzies solo.to slash coaster cuzzies and there you can find the links to all of our socials you can find our latest podcast episode as well as our shop we still sell merchandise we got cool copy cups with our logo on it we got cool shirts with our logo on it we got fucking stickers it's a good time give up is patriot the banner yeah (laughs) i just took like a picture of patriot put it on the banner no, yeah. it's it's funny. I, I, I it looks so much better than our than our old website. Like it, it's it looks way more so, functional. Yeah. And it's funny because the last time we posted or you posted on uh the website was August 10th, 2021. So I guess not not too long ago, but still yeah. it was episode oh, 40. I got tired of having it's it's not easy to go on there and post all the time and say, here's our yeah. latest episode. God, the tag when, cloud just goes for days. And I can just <laughs> update it on this solo.to and um the latest episode you can literally just hit play you don't have to go find it you can literally hit shop and it takes you to the shop <laughs> tiktok discord whatever yep. you want whatever you want and i think we're gonna are we gonna potentially add something on this soon, there's right? gonna be a like new a, button coming soon new button coming soon on solo.to slash coaster cuzzies yes over. and there's gonna be more details coming but we just want you to know you've listened to this this, this longer episode from us and you're at the end you're one of those homies that that doesn't tail off at the end of the show and we love you for that there's a patreon coming we are going to have a patreon where i know for sure one thing is we're going to have an additional show through the patreon so there will be more details to come on that probably more off topic topic probably more loose probably uh include some of the cuzzies a little bit more um, yeah kind of a once a month thing so yeah, we have no idea exactly like a lot of a lot of the infrastructure side of things. We're gonna have multiple tiers or anything like that. But um, yeah, it's gonna be pretty dope. There's gonna be more coming, so we're excited to introduce that to you guys soon. Just want to let you know it's coming, and um, we look forward to you guys joining in on that and and um, just kind of enhancing our community even more. It's gonna be a party. Boom. All right. Well, happy birthday to us. We appreciate you guys. Thanks for being along with us these two years. While we say this is our birthday, a little bit of your birthday too. You've been listening to us for two years and uh, we appreciate the hell out of you for that. Yeah, it's wild. It's pretty wild to kind of see how far like the listener group has like grown and all the different like facets that's kind of gone down to. So it's pretty cool. It is. And yeah, I just love it. 
I just, it's just exciting. I love getting on the Discord with the homies and hearing about their conversations and a lot of homies in Canada that listen to us. It's, it's like, wow, we're international, baby. <laughs> international. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks All for listening, right. guys. Well, Go ahead and close it out, Mr. Theme Park Stud. Yeah, thank you. Happy birthday to us. Happy birthday to you all. And guess what, America? You know what to do. Stay fly. Holla at your boy.